Good morning, Rabbi Sai in the Ilu Nishmasi Mimirosi Rusmas Mordechai. There's no art today. Today, uh, MDY lost one of its own, the very young Yidi Libovitz, who's Nifter. And it's a very, very big loss. Many of the Chabura were very close to him, had daily interactions with him. These are, this is what he did for us. He did all the artwork, low 40s. We have here, he's the son of the Nikolsburger Rebbe from Muncie. Here's another picture of him. The best friend of Yossi Klein, best friends. But I want to tell you that many times we see this, the chesed of MDY, the chesed. Here we have, he doesn't want, to, doesn't want me to say his name. Somebody stepped in, he was doing the, uh, he's doing the ads for us now. And he says like this, I, I want to ask, how much was Yidi Leibowitz getting paid per ad? I'd like to make a deal. He goes back and he says like this, I want to make a deal. I'll continue doing his ads and his family should get paid whatever the market price is or whatever he was getting paid till now. Chesed, a lot of people stepped in, but here's a tzaddik that's going to continue the ads and any income that comes in from the ads is going straight to the mishpacha. And people stepped in in unbelievable ways. They opened up a page to fund him and unbelievable stuff. So a lot of people, very emotional people went to the Levi yesterday. It was at uh, 3.30 in, in Yerushalayim. Unbelievable. I don't know what to say. I'm still in shock. I have messages, Mamish, I have a message from him saying, I'm in the hospital in observation, I'll be out soon. That was basically his last message to me. So, we don't know, life is short, no one, no one knows, and everybody says, oh, Tim, uh, he didn't take the vaccine, he didn't this, he was lifted from COVID, we don't know the chishbainas, only in his low 30, in the 40s, he has an 11 year old son, he has unmarried children, the whole thing. All right, we'll move on to much more simchadika things. Eliezer Kanner says, he's in the delivery room with my fresh MDY Gemara waiting for our baby boy, Mazel Tov. So, you know, back in the day, I mean, I used to go to the hospital. You sit there for hours. Who thought about bringing Gemara? You know what I mean? Like, just waste the day. Just watch the wife and, and the whole agony, the whole thing. Here's a guy spending his time with a Gemara. Here's the delivery room you can see. It's unbelievable. And what, what better way to bring a baby into this world than with Torah and Gedusha? Um, Mayor Rothenberg, today's daf Yud Gimel, a special daf to me because Megillah Yud Gimel was my first day in the Rav Shir. And Beli Nether will never forget every time I get the daf Yud Gimel and Sechta. So the reason why I'm reading this is because it's very, very important to know that it's very recommended to start in the middle of nowhere. Daf Yud Gimel. Here, it's the middle of a sugya. We have a Mishnah here, but that's Tafyaimi. You start anywhere. You hear Rabbi Miller? Anywhere. So it's your Daf also. You remember Daf Yud Gimel forever and ever. Um, okay. Moshe Lachman. So I got a few emails about this and I looked into it. Unfortunately, our friend over here wasn't so right about his comment that you're not allowed to type on a computer, the Torah, you are permitted to, to, to write the Torah. He got a 
psak, he's not allowed to write books because that's his, that's his parnasa and you cannot write books, you can't even type on a computer on Chalamayid, it's Yantef. So for him it's not, and for other people it's Dover Ovid, you're allowed to, so psh, dodge this, a close one over there. Last one. I'm a 16 year old from South Africa, recently received a free Gemara Mayid Katan, and I'm struggling to balance the Fiyomi in school. I go to a secular school where learning isn't a priority. See, these Gemaras reach people in who knows where, South mm-hmm. Africa, in a place where there's no Torah. So I'm very behind, but I'm really trying. So I just want to be held, I don't want to be held accountable for Gneva Chas Shalom. It would be okay for me to learn. All right, fine. Next, let's start the daf. I, whatever, I'm emotional, and that's enough for me. Okay. Um, oh, yeah, sponsors. Oy, oy. I made it through the um, the Yiddy thing, and then I don't know why I got choked up over there. There's a guy, he's asking me about Gneva. Avada, you can have the Gemara, learn whatever you can. Hashem should help you. Okay. This month's coil sponsor is anonymous. Masechtas Mayud Cotton is dedicated by the Kessler and Davis families. Rufur Shleiman from Miriam Esavaz Dvairo Bekaroy. Michael and Jamie Bemelo, the whole month. In memory of Dvairo Fegabas Shmuel and Menachem Mendel Ben Elchanan, Ben Shamas, have an aliyah. May Hashem bring Mashiach and the ultimate redemption to the world. May every man amen. And Lili Nishmas, Rib Shalom, Baruch, Yudah, Zechroin, Levracha, Ben Rabbi Yosef, Yechil, Michal Shlita. Reb Yidi Libowitz by the MDY family. <coughs> All right, sorry. Daf Yud Beis, Omid Beis. We're holding Omar of Hanano. Oh, that's, that's the clock? Now I'm noticing it. It was massive and big, it would be better, but okay, I'll take it. Zog to Gemara. This I made a brach on. We're holding by Omar Rav Hanano, like right in the middle of the very long daf. You see Omar Rav Hanano? Omar Rav. Give everybody a second to find the spot. Omar Rav Hanano, Omar Rav. Chaitzitz Odom Dekel Bamoyed. Yishkoyach, thank you. Avapi she'enoi tzorech elol in Big chiddush here. A person could chop down a tree on Chalamoyed. It requires a lot of work. And what do you need? All you're taking out of the tree is some sawdust. Tremendous chiddush. Abayim was not happy. He actually cursed whoever did that. Many times in Shas you have light Allah Abayim. I think most of the times it says any light, any kind of light is usually Abayim. Abayim is big into that lotion. A curse. You do this, you get cursed. He's saying Abayim. It doesn't make any sense. Like we discussed yesterday, there's a balance. You can't do tircho yisera. I chopped down a tree once in Chicago, not myself. I had to hire a guy. It's five thousand dollars a tree sometimes. Three thousand dollars. You're talking about these mass, you know, these massive trees that you have, hundred feet tall. You have to go up there with machines. Could cost thousands. He's looking at me like I'm crazy. You're talking about not a little tree like you know. Just take the thing, and cut it. You'll take them four houses with it. What? Ah, sorry. Okay, so light the law of What are you doing? You're chopping down a tree for a little sawdust? Doesn't make sense. An chalamayit says the Gemara story of Ashi Avli Abo Ibo or Abo. He had a forest, Bishlanyo, in a place called Shlanyo. 
It's very convenient. Family's out on a trip. He's going to chop down the forest. Omer Leir of Shiloh, or of Shiloh says, and this is the only time you see him in Chas, because it happened to be in that place over there. Why, why do you think it's okay? Oh, that's how we started the sugya. You're allowed to cut down a tree for the sawdust. But Abayi says it's terrible. I don't, never heard of him. Never heard of Abaya. In other words, what he's saying is, I don't hold of Abaya. says, I have a picture, no way is this depicting Ravashi, just uh, what happened there. Sometimes when you, when you have an axe, things can go wrong. And uh, it almost chopped off his leg. He's using the axe. Now, a regular person would, no, something happened. But yet, it's a chachma to, to realize what's going on, to take the hints, to be tuned in. You know, you have to be tuned in. What just happened? Oh, I almost, my leg almost got chopped off. Why? There must be a reason. He stopped and he focused and he said, this must be a biased curse. Abai said, whoever chops down trees in Chalamah is going to be cursed. What's the curse? He didn't say what the curse is. Curse. Oh. Close call. I almost lost my leg. Shafke. He put down the axe. And he went back home and he said, okay, I'm going to go with Abai. Rav Yudah Shorah Lemekar Kitana. Rav said, again, we're talking about Chalamah here. You're permitted to cut the flax from the ground. Ulemikdal Shusa. Here's Kshusa, you have hops. We're familiar with hops for beer. This is a product that they, they use for beer. usually is flax. Shumshume is sesame. Over here, some say it's not really sesame. Whatever it is, some sort of plant. Only have Bailer of Yosef. So he asks his Rebbe. Here. You want some flax? I don't know exactly how flax looks, but it seems like something like this. I'm using it to protect my figs, my dates, whatever fruit I have from the dew every morning. Great. It's a covering. Kishusa. Why am I cutting the hops on Chalamayid Chazi Shikha? I need to make some beer. But the seeds, whatever they are, they're not dry, they're not edible today, and they're not edible throughout Chalamayid. It's going to take a month or two until they become edible. Says the Gemara, No, within the seeds, you can always find some ready-made seeds that are smaller. They dried out somehow. It's, right, it's good for right now. Rabbiani had an entire orchard. that The fruit became ripe today on Chalamayid. What do I do? I wait until after Chalamayid. What's going to happen? You go now. On uh, coming out of Ramat you see all the orange trees, just oranges all around on the floor. Guess Shemitah, this, that, I don't know what. People are not taking it. Usually the Arabs come and grab them. You don't, you don't pick them off the tree, you lose it all. So, what is this called? Have some Merubah. Katve. So you pick them. Lushana. And this is the problem. Remember we said yesterday, Gavarabi Shani, Gavarabi Shani, a great person is different, a great person is different. We had it at least three times yesterday. Here it is. Lashonah, the, the following year, everybody said, you know, we have a couple of days off of work. You're not allowed to work in Chalamayid. 
Everybody's mocking on it, so I have three, four days, I can do whatever I want. Let me pick my orchard then, during Chalamayim. You know why? Rabbi did it, why shouldn't I do it? Now Rabbi had a great reason, he was going to lose all his money. To push it off, that, that's the halacha that we learned. You're not allowed to do it, to push things off to Chalamayim. Comes Rabbiani says, you know, everybody did something terrible because of me. I'm going to punish myself. I'm giving my entire orchard to the poor. So if you look in the Rabbeinu Hananel, very interesting. He brings you Rishalmi. It's four lines from the bottom of the Rabbeinu Hananel. Tiny little words. And he says, Yerushalmi Omer, People learn for the bad. You hear? When Rabbi Yannick punished himself, he was the only one punished himself. Everybody else is picking the things. But when, when he's kula, oh, the whole world, oh, you're allowed to pick on Yantif. It's just, you know, human nature says the Yerushalmi. That's how it is. Zavti Gemara. Says the Mishnah. So we have the official Mishnah sponsored. And Yosef Yudav and Bela, and Yishom Michal and Bela. Says the Mishnah, Again, for monetary loss, I'm allowed to pick up heavy fruit and bring it inside. Now, Tysus struggles here. What is the Isser to bring something inside? Yeah, if you have an Amazon pa- package by your front door, so you have a problem, came out of the Tchum, this, that, Mukta. I have a box of fruit. Standing by my porch, why can't I just bring it in? So, he has a little bit of a struggle. Fine. Says the Mishnah. Again, I want to save my flax that's soaking there. You soak it a little extra, it's just going to get ruined. Shouldn't be destroyed. So that's the Lashen. Don't push off things to your day off. That's Asr. And if, what if you do? What if you do? Again, we see the chumrah of chalamayid. I believe that people don't chap chalamayid. They think it's a, it's a fun day. It's a weekday that happens to be sandwiched between two yom taivim. And it's not so. You see, over and over and over, chalamayid is mayid. It's not chayl mayid. It's real mayid. And... To the point that if you do a malacha that's sort of mutter, because now it's hefzid merubah, but I pushed my hefzid merubah, I took all my fruit and made me, I made it be picked on chalamayid, on purpose, can never use it. What about the children? Could they use it? Let's say the guy goes bye-bye, he's nifter. Could the children use it? Question in the Gemara. Tano bavad when you're doing something for Dover Ovid, whatever it is, do it privately. Don't make a whole commotion. He had major beams. He wanted to bring them in so they shouldn't get ruined, shouldn't get stolen. He did it in daylight. Only Again, throughout Shas, it's always Tells his Rebbe, Rebbe, but you have to do it in private. So again, you have to think outside of the box. Yes, it's daytime. But what's my alternative? To do it at night? Night is much worse. I need extra people. I have to light up the place. I have to make fire. They don't have flashlights. Make a big fire. People are going to say, what's going on by Rav house? It's crazy. 
25 Talmidim schlepping a beam and a light and this. It's a chil yantav. Let's get it done. Three people in, out, done. So you have to think about it. You have to think, what, where's the bigger chil Hashem? Where's the bigger chil yantav? Avshem milsa, it's a terrible thing. Then is the Mishnah. If you go ahead and you do it against Chachamim Stakana, that you know how to work in Chalmai, you shouldn't push off things in Chalmai, you lose. But what if he did it and he dies? What happens to his children? Can they use it? Now the Gemara goes through a few very cool cases. A guy has a guy, not a guy. Rabbi Schoenberg, the Koyen, and Dani find the Koyana. They have a Bukhar. Somebody gave him Bukhar. Now, instead of Bring it as carbon, eating the meat. They want to use it. They want to do stuff with it. So you know what the trick is? You take a scissor. You cut the, the sheep's ear. Oh, now it has a mum. Now I can do whatever. No. Because you did it deliberately, you can't do anything with this animal. Knas. Now what about the sun? And if you think you're a chacham and you're going to die and leave it over to your kids, your kids also don't benefit from it. So if so, maybe by us also, same case. Your sons also cannot benefit from Yichalamite work. No, I can tell you that it's very different. Mishum, the Isurderaisa. What you did is the Isurderaisa. Mum lo'iyah, boy, says Rashi. It's usur to create a deliberate mum in the ear. Another beautiful halacha. If you have a slave, you cannot sell it to a non Jew. Why? Because not, he won't be able to be Mekai mitzvahs. A slave has mitzvahs like a woman. In fact, we had a whole sugya. You have to buy the slave back for a hundred times its value. You sell it for a thousand dollars. You have to buy it back for a hundred thousand dollars. The Gemara asks, is it exact and not a hundred and one? Or it means any price in the world, three hundred thousand dollars also. Ten times the amount. hundred times the amount. But you have to buy it back. But Vameis, the guy dies. And then the slave runs away from his non-Jewish owner. Comes back to the son. I want to work for you. He can't work him. He's not yours anymore. But that's different, says the Gemara. I can't prove anything to Chalamai. Every day you're sitting and preventing him from being Mekai Mitzvah. So what about Chalamai? Was the punishment on the individual, the Gavri and the Chavtza? Was, was it a, a private Knas to the guy that did the Avera? And he's gone. No, the knas was on the fruit. And they're here. We have a mefurusha b'raise. You took out the thorns from a field. You could plant it after Shemitah. It's not the end of the world. It's not the biggest malach in the world. Why? Because these thorns are detached from the ground. Remember yesterday we had a nafkamina between attached and detached. The taiva, he goes ahead and he fertilizes the field. Let's see if I have a, the picture from yesterday. It's not that important, but why not? This one to fence in the animals and they fertilize it naturally. You make another fence somewhere else. Every day you go somewhere else. Nidairo, that's called Nidairo. Now we punish him. Why? Because now he did something in the ground itself. Before, he removed a thorn from above the ground. He didn't touch the ground. So he made it better for him. But he didn't do something in the ground. Over here, he's fertilizing the ground. The Adama, that's the Israel and Shemitah. 
what if he fertilized the field? And then he dies. You don't penalize the sun. The sun can do it. So here you see that the knas is on the father, not the son. Listen to this. So a guy goes ahead and a kayan is allowed to eat truma, right? Obviously, truma is for the kayan. Comes a guy, he touches, he wants to get back at Rabbi Schoenberg. He touches a rat, a dead rat, and then he goes and touches the whole, all his food. Now, aha, uh-huh, you can't eat it. Do you, could you see it's not visible? It's invisible damage. Invisible damage. Invisible damage is, has halacha. But you're not mechuyiv, mechuyiv in Bezdin, but we give you a kinas. So, that penalty doesn't go to the son. My time has because you can't you can't discern, you can't see it, it's not recognizable. So it's not considered a real hezek. enforced the knas on the guy that did it, so you shouldn't do it again. Because anytime you're mad at a kayan, all you need to do is touch his stuff with your tummy hands. to him, him alone, the brain like they didn't. The penalty stops right there. Says the official Mishnah, for You cannot, you cannot buy, it could be anything. It's not only Truma. Truma is a great example, but people that are Makbid on, on Tahara also, you could do it too. Fine. If that's what you were asking. I don't know. I just heard the word Truma. So here, Rabbi Isai, major, major Allah. That's Negatos. Are you permitted to go to the store in Chalamayid and buy a computer? Yes or no? So the Mishnah says, for Yosef, yes. Yeah, because he's, he needs it for editing Torah. So the Mishnah talks about three things. Batim and Avadim. Uh, Houses, real estate, Avadim Behema. So look at Taisis there in Maskil. Ain loikim batim avodim elotzerchamayid. Pirush or Rabbi Yosef, who adin b'shayr dvarim tzorch tzorch l'tzerchamayid. You want to buy? I don't know what peanut butter, but you're not going to eat it on chalamayid. You're not allowed to buy it. It's chalamayid. It's yantiv today. You're not buying anything for yantiv. If you need it for yantiv, it's l'tzorch yantiv. That's the heter. So shulchan aruch paskins like Taisis. Kol chayfet zaser. I have zero time left on my clock. Thank you. Yeah, well, and they're gonna get it uh, tailored also on mine. You buying a suit on tailored? Ah, it's fun. It's fun to say. Sorry, chamayid. And now you had there. It might be good for your wife, not good for you. You're happy when she spends all that money, huh? You happy when you spend? Hmm. I think that's Sarchamite. You let to do it on Chavez? You let to go and be happy on Chavez? This is, this, it's it's a, not a joke. It's not a joke. It's like Shabbos. What are you allowed to do? You're not allowed to do it on Yontif. On Yontif, you're allowed to do it? On Yontif. On Sukkot morning, you're allowed to do it? You're allowed to go shopping? For Tzorah, Chachilo, you're allowed to. You're allowed to do certain things. 
No, you can't, you can't make jokes. That's what I'm telling you. Go ask your rov. Yeah, yeah, without paying money because money's mukta. But yeah, you go to the store, you take food from there. Yeah. Okay. Anyways, let's let's go because I ran out of time already for the salmon. According to Shulchan Aruch, Ramos says only what it says in the Mishnah. These three things argues on the Shulchan Aruch. Says the Mishnah Bura, we have to be machmer like the Shulchan Aruch. Remember this. You don't just buy stuff because you feel like buying. Oh, I need a toaster. I need a toaster. Not for today, for next month. You don't do it. There's certain things you have to, you have to just keep it in mind. I don't know if we're going to remember this until Pesach, but just keep in mind. I don't know. I mean, I'm saying if you're buying one... Maybe you could. That, that you... That that we learned yesterday. That was the halacha that we said yesterday. That you're 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 doing that much. You're doing a little bit more. It's harama, making more beer because you're allowed beer. But I'm saying just a not a non necessary product for the mayad. Going on Amazon. Stop. You know, shopping around. It's going to come after a yantif. You're allowed to do that? No. These are halachas. Yeah, I'm saying we're learning new stuff. It is a simcha, but it doesn't mean that that simcha is matter. Okay. So ask your rav. Ask your rav. I don't know. I'm not passing it for you. I'm just telling you to be mindful of it. Just remember that it's not as posh as we think. Oh, so then the Mishnah finishes off here. And this is another line that we had. I even showed it yesterday in the chart. There's a guy, he doesn't have what to eat. It doesn't necessarily mean he doesn't have what to eat. He doesn't want to buy. Like Rav didn't have what to eat. Okay. He is a seller. So I just want to point out before you even do the sugi, a very, very simple thing. I was in the chart mood. There's a difference between a worker and a seller. Why? A guy that sells, he's sitting, he's not doing anything. He, he pushes buttons on the cashier on the register, big deal. There's no tircha. Guy working, mamish, plugging away, chopping trees, digging holes. That's work. So Mela, a guy that has nothing to eat, a pile that doesn't have anything to eat, it's only an equal work for, for the little bread and water that he needs. But a seller, since he's on a different level, that's what we're going to see. It doesn't really go into it, but I'm just saying Bahar Vacha. I'm just bringing out the Allah. It doesn't really talk about it in the Gemara, but you should just know there's enough community. A seller, like the Mishnah says, and a worker. And the Mogad Rav says a very interesting thing, that Yishli Malecha, what's the gather? Literally, bread and water. So when your kids scream, there's nothing to eat at home, nothing to eat at home. There's like 400 items, four, the freezers, nothing to eat at home. Uh, the wife says, I have nothing to wear. It means that you don't have bread. You possibly don't have bread or water. Says the Gemara. What about a worker? You're talking about, a, uh, what is it? Not a store. How do you say it? What's the real word? The guy in the store, the uh, the shop, the no, 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 the owner, the owner. How do you say the owner of a store? Okay, you guys are not, you're not helping me. Owner, fine. We can learn from our Wouldn't be enough, says the Gemara in the Mishnah. If I stop in those three words, for the owner of the store, he's l'tzorich. What's tzorich mean? <laughs> he needs it. 
Why does it have to say she'ein loy ma yoichal? She'ein loy ma yoichal comes to tell us an additional halacha, even not a store owner, any guy that doesn't have what to eat. Lasuimai la lasui ischar pula. It's just an explanation of the words. It says, Oy, let's Why? Because, not just because he wants to stack up. Fine. You can't write any kind of uh, document that you so and so owes money on Chalamai. But if you don't trust him, you lent him money and he's going to run away with it. Oy shein li mayoch. The Gemara is going to make a thing out of it. Harezi yichtov. Then you can write a document. Writing on on chalmoid. It's also to take a pen and write. Shein li mayoch al asuimai. What does it come to say? In other words, if a guy, if I, if I lend you money, and you don't have what to eat, so that's why I can write a document. How does it make sense? If I'm scared you're going to run away without paying me, I need documentation. Great. But the fact that you're starving, so that's why I, I can write a document. The point is you're going to run away. Okay, so it already says. So what did you add by saying he has nothing to eat? Obviously nothing to eat has nothing to do with the borrower. Nothing to eat has to do with the guy writing. He's a professional writer. He's the only guy in town that has one of those kumasin. Those days they didn't have pens for a, a shekel. The guy was a writer. He's a writer. You go to Nachman Sel, so write you up a star. He has nothing to eat, so he's mutter for him to write a star. That's what it means. You hear the chap here? Because the my yoichal has nothing to do with the borrower in terms of writing a star. My for the writer. It's a good writer, says the Very good writer. Now we're talking about Erev Pesach. Kasha. Erev Pesach, you're not allowed to do any malacha after Chatzois, when you bring the carbon Pesach. But there's three that are allowed to. You think about it, these are the three that we struggle with in our days also. We need them. Hachayatim, the tailors. You need your suit last minute. Hasaparim, the barber. Bakhoifsim, the dry cleaners. So these three guys, they're allowed to do malacha after Chatzois. What's the heter? Because each one, could, a, we find a case of a heter by them. Where? As we learned, that your lattice, so we showed it yesterday, remember the picture with the dog, the dog teeth? That's only for a professional. But a non-professional could just sew away as much as he wants. So Mamela, since he's allowed to sew away as much as he wants, you could also sew Erev Pesach. There is a case, if a guy just sh- showed up, he came off a plane, he's allowed to even, right? Sewing is on Chalamite and giving a haircut. And laundry on Chalamayit in special situations. If you can tell me any worker who doesn't have what to eat, meaning he wants to eat a little more, this, that, he doesn't want to use his cash, he's permitted to work, then every guy in the world is allowed to work because I found one situation, an emergency, by him, he's allowed to work. So that you take that emergency and you give it to everybody, just like. All barbers in the world are allowed to give a haircut because there's one emergency on Chalamayid. The guy came out of jail. So all barbers are mutter. So to now, all workers are mutter because there's an emergency. One type of emergency is going to be a matter all of them. There is one emergency 
When a guy doesn't have what to eat, he's allowed to work. Obviously, he cannot work for money. That's not such a great right. I'm at the Bingham history. If so, I could build any building. Why? There's one case emergency. Here's the case. You have a leaning wall. I'm allowed to knock it down. Remember, we had a whole sugar. Knock it down. Build it. So take that one emergency and learn to the whole shas. Another question. Here, picture. Baruch Hashem is not here because it's not the greatest picture in the world. From a distance it looks okay. A professional writer should be motivated to write. He's right. He is, no, he, he's right with the R. You're not allowed to write a book on Chalamayim. $80,000 a book. It's the going price. <laughs> there is a one case emergency called a get and a shoivar that you're allowed to or kiddushin. You're asking me a contradiction from Erev Pesach to Chalamayim. No connection. The whole problem of working on Yantiv is the exertion. And they allowed it when there's a hefsin. The reason why you can't work after Chatzais, you need to have enough time to get ready for Yantiv. All the three things, to get a haircut and this and that is, is all Tzorch Yantiv. What about a guy that has no money to buy food? Says Rashi, It's the greatest need of Yantiv. Says the Mishnah, And Yosef, you you can't go from house to house. So here's a, I just grabbed one of the 700 pictures in Erevin. As I'm going to quote him again, Eli Daikman said, Erevin was my favorite Masechta, the easiest Masechta. It's over 700 pictures. And Yevamis is now going to be his easy, it's going to be even easier than this. I'm, t- I'm serious. A very, very interesting, again, in the Rabbeinu Hananel here, look at this thing. It says in the Rebbeinu Hanan, like four lines from the bottom. He says, He says, if you go out of a mansion, you rented an Airbnb mansion, mamish, you know, the bowling alley and the swing, the whole thing. And you're going back to your 25-foot home, that's Mutar Chalamayid. That is a simcha, to be home sweet home in your own bed. There's nothing like being in your own home. So even from a mansion to Chura, he makes an exception to this rule. It says you can't go from house to house, but you could go from, to your house, your ladder. In those days, they had the chutz in the front. So you go from the house to the chutzer. That's okay. You're not allowed to go to the professional and bring your kalim from there, from the craftsman. But if you're worried that he's going to sell to somebody else and get rid of it, you can put it somewhere next to it, not to your house. It says you can never bring anything out of, what's going on here? The house that's so close to the chatzor, that's mutter. Because that's not a big exertion of work. Rava the Rebbe. So now if you... If you this is what these guys do, these Balikishrin, like in the Kailo. They take this Gemara, they remember for the rest of Shas. Now you know that Rava was Rav Papa's Rebbe. That's it. So now you start making these Cheshbainas. Now you know what generation. Da, da, da. So Rava asked the students, 
No, what do you, what do you say? A test, a dirshu test. It says in our Mishnah, you're not permitted to pick anything up from the craftsman, but it says, <laughs> it says you are permitted. Not only are you permitted to pick it up, you let it drop it off, which is going to be our main problem soon. Dropping off. What rishos do you have to drop off? I can understand taking it away from the guy. It's dangerous over there. It's going to get lost, stolen. Dropping off. But it says mutter. Even though it's not for Yante. So we answered him, and this is the answer at the end of the Gemara, so let's remember it. The first answer we told him is, Kan bar ba'asar, it's mutter when it's Erev Chag, Erev Pesach. Kan b'chal shumayid, achal mayid. You're not allowed to, our mission is talking about achal mayid. Yiboy seima, or then we thought, you know what, we have a better answer. Which is not the right answer. Havah b'chal shumayid. We could say that, you know what, both cases are achal mayid. Kan b'maminoi, kan b'shem b'maminoi. When I trust the guy, you have no right to pick it up. There's no tzarech. Well, I don't trust the guy. You're permitted to save your stuff. Sponsored by Moshe Horn and Woody Wyman. I apologize for yesterday. In Schos of Morty Moskowitz. Sponsored in honor of Rebelli. Wishing Matzloch and all his endeavors. Both the Gashmans and Rokos. Batanya. This is a Nichusa. This is like, and I'll bring a riot to you. Mevim, Kerelim, Vesu, Umon. Kegon, Kad, Mevesa, Kadar. I could bring Klecheres, earthenware from the, the pottery guy. Bekois, Mevesa, Zagog. And the guy that makes glass. Don't pick up your colored wool. And you cannot pick up your vessels from the craftsman. If the craftsman doesn't have parnasa, he doesn't have the food, he doesn't have what to eat. You pay him and you leave the money there. Oh, so this is what we're saying? Here's the two cases. You pay him and you don't take your stuff. You don't trust the guy. What, why don't you trust him? It's You pay the guy. Now he's in charge. He's in charge. All of a sudden he gets rid of his stuff. If you don't pay him, he's waiting for payment. But now that you paid him, because he has... It's, it's like a, you're trying to be nice to the guy. He's screaming, please help me out. Pay me, pay me in advance. So you go ahead and you pay him. And now you're up a creek. Now he has your money and he's going to sell your stuff. That's the sakana here. You know what? Take it away from him, but give it to a neighbor. And if you don't, don't trust them, maybe it'll get stolen. Skip this line over here. You bring it discreetly, nobody sees, into your house. Says the you, you explain to me the, 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 the problem. The problem is the guy might steal your stuff. Look, he's desperate. He has nothing to eat. You barely gave him enough to buy a loaf of bread. He wants to show off to his family, buy a piece of chicken for Yantav. He's going to take your stuff. Bimoyer had this 16 times. I have a big sign here. It says, reminds me, there's a guy in Berlin that uh, my, my grandmother, Shalom, I called her up. I said, I need a shas. I don't know what I was thinking. She didn't have any money. That, that week, little tiny Talmud shas, just like that over there. There's one over there somewhere in here. You see it? Just like that. I don't know if Gary could get to it, but it's in the corner. One day I come there, and my whole shas is missing, just one volume. I see my friend with the shas. I know who he is. And every day I say, I want to call him. I want to tell him that I'm not Michael him so much. He says, there's a sign up here in Chaim Berlin. It says, if you leave your stuff over Shabbos, it's Hefker Gomer. 
So he took it. It says Mufurs on the side. So I'm saying like the, this 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 uh, guy, whatever he is, this cleaner, whoever. You see, you didn't you didn't read the sign. It says in fine print. You don't pick it up. Okay, he steals your stuff. He sells it. He needs money. So Mamela. No, it meant a lot to me that shas. It's like she went. She didn't have money. She went. She gave it to her anical because I said I need a shas. I don't want to get up every five minutes to go to the class. Okay, whatever. Fine. Let me shut up. So every I'm not joking. Once a week I think about it. I even got his number to call him. I didn't have the guts. Yeah, he has. He should just give it back today. I'll be my home. Mevim but what excuse do you have to drop off your dry cleaner, your dry cleaning by a dry cleaner? Well, what's that there? Leave it at your house. Here it is, that little shot there. Oh, yeah, it brings back bad memories. <laughs> I don't want that shot. It's, it's, it's over and done with. That's, that's old Talmud. That's from the 80s. <laughs> <laughs> What's the right? You're not what? He's fine. He's fine. He's a very good guy, actually. Very good guy. I'm sure he, he's a Rosh Hashiva or something today. I'm sure he was like top guy. It could be he's right. You know what? I should ask Rob instead of being upset at him. It says the sign. The mafka the stuff. I just thought it wasn't. Uh, it wasn't the right spirit. So we have to go back to the original answer. His original answer, Rav asked the question to the students, and Rav screamed out, and he said, there's a difference between Erev Pesach and Chalamayid. Erev Pesach is Motor, Chalamayid is Asr, fine. Says the Heilige Mishnah, sponsored. Tomer, what's the name of means, man? I'm, I'm done. We have, to, we have to switch this up. Same names over and over. When is it over? He's going that far? There's 24 Mishnahis I saw today. I should have printed a guy did all the stats. Dr. Shamrock. Crazy stats. You know there's one and a half million views on YouTube. How did he find that out? I don't know. Good, good. I'm all excited that we're by a Mishnah. I didn't realize it's 759. Says the Mishnah. By the way, if you want to see a Maisa Uman, I don't know if you'll find it. Dr. Factor is not going to find this funny. This is a Maisa Uman. <laughs> He's not smiling. He's not smiling at all. <laughs> so we're going to see in the Gemara. Basically, again, like we saw before, it's lotion of Mechapen to cover. You're going to cover the, the figs with straw. So what's enough community between Mechapen and Mechapen? Here we go. If I sell you something that lasts for a long time, usually peros means wheat. I didn't really see that they say it here, but what lasts for a long time? Wheat. Okay, so wheat, uh, uh, clothing, kalim. Again, if I need it for the mayid, Benny, I need it for the mayid, then I could buy it. But betzina. Betzina, you don't go to the mall, you go betzina. Hatzayodin, the hunters, vadashashis. Dash, remember in Shabbos, dash, to, to, what is it? To thresh, thank you. Like to pound the, 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 the straw, the, the chita. Vad grossois, gris is a, is, a, is a bean. Those who, like, they, they, they crush the beans. You need it for, for yonder, you do it. Who's haim? 
I'll give you two choices. Either they unnecessarily said that it has to be betzina. They don't have to. Or hey, mechmir ba'atzon, they said, he's machmir, he says nobody should do it. Yeah, the nafkmin, one is the opposite of the other. One means, in the Mishnah, they were moicha betzina, not necessary, says Rabbi. I'm meiko, I'm meiko. They didn't have to do it. I'm meiko. Why? They were super mad, chazanishniks. They're machmir, briskers. But they didn't have it. Or no, hey, mechmir ba'atzon, the whole world is going to be machmir. I'm machmir. Everybody says, okay, I'm Ahmed. The machloik is between two. What Chizki and Rabbi Yochanan said, both of them said, very, very light, like this. What is the word machapim means to cover your fruit from the rain, but very lightly. Yeah, this is not a great protection, but that's all you can do in Chalamayit. Sorry, 50% loss, 50% not, that's all you can do. Ma'abin. Nah, that's, uh, that's very thin. But that's protection. But this is from the rain. It's different. Ma'abin, lay it on. Heavy. Asmuchay. Like this. Vechadomar mechapin ben akhlushu ben asmuchay. The other one says, the chizki and Rebbe said that both of these are in the word of mechapin. Doesn't matter how you cover it. I'm not going into detail how thick. But ma'abin is a completely different concept. It means you pile up your figs like this. You make a pile. That helps a little bit. Look, the bottom was not get wet, or whatever it is, or it helps that you're getting ready for something else. You see that the ma'abin is a lashon of kri. Was Rabbi machmer, and he said that you shouldn't do anything at all. Forget about sinah. You cannot sell any peris kelim. A machmer. That those who did betzina, they were machmer. Memela Rabbi Yosi came and said, "I'm meiko. You don't have to do betzina." Tashma, moicher peres kus v'kelim, moicher betzina latzarech hamoyed. Rabbi Yosi Yomer, tagari tveria. Those who who do business in tveria. Hey, nechmir alazim shleiu moichim kolikar. So you see from here it was a chumra. We close shop. I'm machmer. So the and here you see the same thing over and over. So the chayis vayis dogim the hunters. So the mitzinah tzar chamoyed they would do it hunt only for yontif. Rabbi Yosi Omer so the akle hemichmer alatzvam the the guys in akle they they were machmer shloit tzalik kol iker they were machmer. The shushei chilka the shushei the shushei again is is lashon of dash of threshing of pounding. What did they thresh? Chilko, targis, vitisne. The Gemara is going to explain. It's different types of. It's wheat. It's just different grades of how how thin it is. They could do it. Same thing. Let's do two more lines. Chilko. What does chilko mean? You take one piece of kernel and you chop it in half. Targis, chadal glass. You soak it and then you make it three. Tisne, chadal arba. You crush it even more. It becomes four parts. No, chilka doesn't mean one to two. It means spelt. It's a whole different story. Because he's soaking in water, we have a halacha. We all know, most of us know, that in order for something to become tame, you have to, you have to be machshir l'kabal tumah, thank you, with liquid, like different liquids. So since you soaked in water, it's machshir l'kabal tumah. Even in places that they don't really soak it, but chilka, yes. If the pshat is one, two, three, four, because you had to soak it in water. This kashur, 
through the soaking of water became mukshal kabbal tuma. If you're talking about spelt, you don't soak it in water spelt. We're talking about spell that you remove the pill. If you didn't soak in water, the pill wouldn't come off. And you know that it's soaked in water. Soaked in water is mukshal kabbal tuma, and therefore it's mikabal tuma. Okay, you know, the shakal chikayu, it's smooth because you removed the layer. We're in the middle of a sugya, but we'll stop here. Have a wonderful day.